Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Let's talk injuries and prospects up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT in 5. Today is Monday, March 27th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's start off with the injuries. Luis Severino will open the season on the IL with a low-grade lat strain. He said he'll resume throwing and could miss as few as three to four starts. Definitely not buying that. Uh, but it sounds like someone named Johnny Brito will join the rotation for the Yankees. Scott, let's talk about Severino, though. He went on the 60-day IL last year with the same strained lat muscle how much are you lowering him in the rankings? I'm pretty nervous about this, given his injury history, given his history with this injury in particular. Uh, I'm sure the Yankees, with all the pitching injuries they've already suffered, will be anxious to get him back, but um, they'll also probably want to play it pretty safe. So I move Severino to 50th in my starting pitcher rankings. This is behind Reed Detmers, just in front of Grayson Rodriguez. Uh, other pitchers that I moved Luis Severino behind, Lucas Giolito, Pablo Lopez, Chris Bassett, Joe Ryan, Charlie Morton. So, uh, you know, it's it's 50 might just, it might sound low in just, you know, hearing it out of the blue. But when you get a sense for where that puts Severino in the pitcher rankings, I think it makes sense because those are those pitchers I just rattled off or um, some guys I have pretty good amount of confidence in themselves yeah i mean look this is something severino has dealt with in the past so uh i, I think he's gonna be pretty good when he does pitch but yeah i mean there's risk that this is something that lingers as well for luis severino let's talk about kyle wright who is expected to be placed on the 15 day il retroactive to march 27th but is only expected to miss two turns in the braves rotation he had a late start to spring with shoulder soreness and needs more time to get built up both jared schuster and dylan dodd will start this year in the braves rotation scott how far did you lower kyle Wright in the rankings and are you looking to add both jared schuster and dylan dodd in fantasy leagues so right i lowered to 42nd not as far as louis severino i put him just behind charlie morton uh, talking about only missing two starts for him. And I, I feel more confident he's going to make it back within that timetable. He's already pitching. But we already had doubts about Kyle Wright's ability to live up to last year's performance. And so then you add this extra wrinkle of shoulder issues on top of it and a delayed start to the season. I, I, I'd rather play it pretty cautiously with him too. Uh, Jared, Jared Schuster and Dylan Dodd both look great this spring kind of coming out of nowhere to beat out Ian Anderson and, and Bryce Elder. I would guess Schuster has the leg up on Dodd, but the competition between them probably continues into the regular season. 
obviously the stakes will be much higher in the games they're pitching in now than in spring training. And if if Dodd vastly outperformed Schuster by the time Kyle Wright's ready to return, they could certainly stick with Dodd. But I'd, I'd lean Schuster now, and he's probably worth picking up, and most 12-team leagues are deeper. Volpening Day is nearly here. Anthony Volpe has made the Yankees opening day roster, and his ADP this weekend was 150.96. I had two drafts this weekend where he went at pick 112 and 118, respectively. Scott, how far have you moved Volpe up? And for anyone else who has a draft, when might you have to take him? So we had been lucky to been to be drafting Volpe outside of the top 200 for as long as we did. I, I think the momentum for him winning the job over Oswald Peraza had really picked up in recent weeks. And even if it didn't happen, you could say he was going to be in the year. So if you haven't drafted yet, if you haven't been able to take advantage of that, you're probably looking, if you want Volpe, you're probably looking at a pick around 100th overall. Uh, if, if you want to be confident, you'll get him. And I think he's worth taking at that point. That's where I moved him up in my rankings. I put him in the same tier, the same very large shortstop tier that includes Xander Bogarts and Carlos Correa, Dansby Swanson, Willie Adamas. Volpe's right at the end of that tier now. And I have, you know, I have pretty good confidence in him. I think the floor is pretty high for a 21-year-old rookie considering how good the plate discipline is and how prolific the stolen bases, I think, are going to be. All right, well, let's talk about Jordan Walker, who we assumed was going to make the Cardinals opening day roster. Now we have confirmation of that. Alec Burleson also on that opening day roster. Dylan Carlson likely to begin the season working as a utility outfielder and a bench piece for the team. Juan Yepes was option two, triple A. Uh, 80 drafts at the NFBC this weekend. Jordan Walker's ADP was 122.5. But Scott, you have moved him up much higher than that. Yeah, 84. 84. And, and honestly, even before the confirmation in our own in-house mock drafts, he was going around pick 100. So it, it's another situation where like somebody in your league is probably going to be eager to take him. And if you are eager to take him, I think it's reasonable to be eager to take Walker, given the upside, the pedigree, the performance he showed this spring. Not just the amount of home runs he hit, but the quality of contact across the board, um, even, even on some of the outs he was hitting. Uh, very impressive talent. Plus, he's eligible at third base, which is one of... Well, he's eligible at third base to start out, and he's going to pick up outfield eligibility in short order. So he's going to be eligible at the two thinnest positions, the two that are most critical to fill early. And that's all the more reason to make the investment in Walker as high as I think you should, which, again, is 84th overall. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today at 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.